Hello and welcome to the Chatter Cave podcast, where we talk random crap uh, as much as as we can. Uh, It's not Hayden with me today. It's Connor again, (laughs) Mr. Zenith. Thank you. Uh, I am back. Yes, you are back after a slight delay. (laughs) You would have been back uh, yesterday for recording, but uh, Discord Discord was broke. Was it four hours it was down in total? I don't know. Discord was down yesterday. It was meant to record last week. I had the dentist, so that was a no-go. And I was just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so I was a no-go. Um, but yeah, he's back. So I had to... Literally, this slot was... I think this slot was meant to be the Hay- Hayden's episode. But then that had to be last week's. So you're back this week and next week. If all goes, to, if all goes to plan. But anyway, obviously, yeah, Zenith... Mr. Zen Zen, Connor, uh, and obviously me, Dragon King Thomas Hughes. Uh, I always, some, some reason, forget uh, to do int- uh, intros and some videos in terms of name dropping. <laughs> Who are these people? I don't know. Not that we forgot us. No, in, in some recently. I think it was, okay. I think it was mainly like, uh, <laughs> Hayden's recordings. I just kept forgetting to like, say to her, uh, oh yeah, don't forget you're going to name drop both of us. <laughs> So I've just been putting like I've been having like uh, pop ups pop underneath us with our names. <laughs> I just keep forgetting to tell her. And then again, I've been, I'm the person who kept forgetting to hit uh, the mic uh, unmute button. She, she, she sat there for a minute doing an intro, and I went, "Hayden, stop, stop, stop! The mic's not on." <laughs> <laughs> There's literally one of the videos that went, uh, goes out. I think it's Sunday after this, yeah, uh, when we did the Quiz Attack on Titan, the first episode. Oh yeah. And uh, it pretty much starts with me lying backwards as in bits laughing because I forgot to hit record. <laughs> well, sorry, I forgot to hit unmute. I hit record. I didn't hit unmute. I almost did it two or three times without a fucking session. You almost did it early when I was like, are you going to talk then? You're like, oh, my mic's mute. <laughs> yeah, but that's that, that's different. It's not in the recording, so it's fine. <sighs> that's the problem with having a muting mic. You, you fucking have to be careful not to fucking unmute yourself when you're not fucking, uh, when you need it. But anyway, uh, yeah, so this is, again, topic we were going to do last week when this thing got announced. But obviously yeah. the delay meant it's this week. So obviously last week was... was It It was last week, wasn't it? Pretty sure it was last week when it got announced. Well, when I saw it, it was last week anyway. Was it, it was a Sunday, wasn't it? Mm. It was the weekend because I was like lying in bed like, what the hell? Yeah, was it, I, think it was a, I think it was a Sunday. Oh, it was a sad... Either way, obviously they announced the new Pokemon games, which is, uh, is Scarlet and Violet, something like that. Scarlet, yeah, similar. I think it's Scarlet and Violet. Yeah, obviously the next main entry after Sword and Shield, which is what brings us to Ooh. this. Oh, lovely. Brings us to sorry. this topic, which is why the yearly releases, not just Pokemon. There's a few other games you'll slate on this. Uh, half so it's like why the year the year release is not putting more content into the game you've already got out so obviously yeah. we'll, we'll start with pokemon because it's fresh in our minds it's brand new obviously i instantly had this argument and then you straight away agreed with me and even craig agreed with both I'm of sure us i message you like what's this bullshit and then you was like i think in the same thing i literally i said i messaged you like what have you seen this announcement and you're like yes they've literally just done this and i was like yeah, they've also just done this, and I remember putting in our group chat and bitching about it because I remember Alex uh, and Hayley and putting the images in that in the chat, and I and I was like, yeah, I'm not really cool with this game. I mean, I'm still probably gonna buy it, 
but I have my issues with them releasing it. And I remember Craig going, I think it was in the, another chat without me in it, turning to Alex going, why are me and Tom like mentally in sync on this? Because yeah, he 100% agrees with us with the fact that A, Pokemon's literally just released a bunch of games and then they're doing another game this year. So obviously, November last year was the release of Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, the remakes yeah. of Diamond and Pearl, obviously. Um, January, very end, was the release of Pokemon Arceus. The next sort of big game, essentially, because it was a bi- big game because it was completely different to... It had the core content of Pokemon, but it was completely different to everything because there was no gym battles. There was nothing like that. It was something brand new. It kind of reminded me of like um, knowing that they did the stuff like the Pokemon Ranger and uh, the dungeon ones. Like it's still Pokemon, but it's something different. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminded me of those sort of ones. It's like a spin-off title because it was obviously Pokemon Legends, which is like their new sort of spin-offs they're doing and whatnot. Uh, so obviously that came out in January, and then straight away, like a couple of weeks later, not even a month later, I think it was. Uh, actually, probably, I think it was exactly maybe a month after the release of the game. Like, oh yeah, we've got two new brand new entries dropping this year, which yeah. is going to be November again, realistically, because that's Pokemon's usual release date is November. And as as we obviously arguing is the fact that what is the fucking point in releasing it this year? And not holding it back a year to maybe improve graphics, improve a lot of stuff about it. Because at the end of the day, they've got a game currently out that they could put DLC into this year. So if they want something to come out this year, they could, put, as I say, add that expansion to Arceus uh, and have that come out this year. Uh, just to, you know, put some more content into Arceus. I mean, I haven't finished it. I, I kind of gave up very early. <laughs> but, I mean, they could put so much effort into that game and save this game with games for 2023 because then that's two like two years from obviously the last sort of november release yeah they got one in but like here in jan but that's fine or even like the following i can't, I can't say i'm pushing it to 2024 but but 2023 at least for a november release of a new game not straight away after arceus because it's what when it's going, to, as I say, it's going to be November, isn't it? Realistically, we're looking at November. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's November. Sure. So what? Jan, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. About ten months. Ten months between their games. It just seems a bit. So obviously, had Sunshield and they had two massive DLCs, right? Yeah, I, 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 that's, I, I that's didn't like the... Sunshield, to be honest. I, I really didn't like the the formula of Sunshield, but the DLCs were amazing, like d- the size and everything. If they were in some like Dominant and Pearl back in the day, that would be it. That would, that's the thing. You know, blow me away. Because DLCs would never have never been a thing in Pokemon, have they? Really? That was... it's just like, oh, here's another version of the game. That was the first. That was the first time they've ever done it. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's the first yeah, time they've ever gotten and threw a DLC sure. out onto a game. Because what Sword and Shield was 2019, so yeah, just before COVID, and then obviously the DLC came out. It one was in the end of 2020, and one 2021 wasn't it? Or did they release no, the same t- year? They're both in 2020, I think. I think one was like uh, springtime, and one was uh, a bit later in the year. I think it was like May and September, some something like that. It's going off the top of my head. So obviously they spread it out across 2020 and then they're like, okay, 2021 is going to be a release of Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. So realistically, there is a, a two-year gap. Their usual formula of Pokemon between their games, which I'm fine with. I'm fine with the two-year gap because it gives you a lot more content for one game 
across two years, obviously before getting the new one. And okay, Arctic's come out straight after, but then the day, Brilliant Diamond Shampoo will remakes, so you can sort of get a new game out at the same time. Yes, this is the thing as well. It's like, even if they released, let's say, Sunshield, and then eight months later they released Diamond Pearl remake, I can accept that because the story's already there. The gameplay mechanics are already there because what have they got to do over the exactly. update the graphics? So it's already built, it's fair enough. But when they've got Legend Arceus, because I wasn't too bothered about releasing Diamond and Pearl remake and then Legend Arceus like a few months apart because obviously one was an old title just remade. Yeah. One was a brand new title. And now it's like, oh, here's another title coming in as well. It's like, well, why not add stuff to Legend Arceus? Like, how many people bought that game because it's something new? And now they're just this new game from what I've seen from like the trailer. It's just Legend Arceus, like the engine that has been built on, just brought into the modern time. Why couldn't they do a DLC which just brought Legend Arceus into like the modern Sinnoh? Or obviously that's the I think that's where they fucked up really because obviously they went back to Sinnoh in the past, but Diamond and Pearl was in the present, so they couldn't really bring this whole new game into this because the story made no sense. So they kind of shot themselves in the foot. But but bringing out a new game, I mean graphically even from the trailer, I know it says like oh not final. Like it's just gonna basically. I don't think I don't think it as... looks that that good. Like the only thing that I saw was like, "Ah, oh, it's pretty cool." It was literally just Magnemite had a bit of a shiny gloss, and I was like, "How hard is that gonna be to do?" Though, like, I it's I don't know. I feel like it's just a bit of a kick in the teeth. It's like how many people complain about stuff like FIFA coming out each year being the exact same game, and now Pokemon's doing. It. I mean, Pokemon did change the formula all for years until basically Arceus, and now it's gonna be like, okay, we're gonna go back. See, at the, the end of the day, I don't think we'd be having this complaint about them if they didn't do Arceus. Because obviously, if you think about it, between uh, Sword and Shield and the new one, it was three years. Yeah. So if they threw out, say, Diamond and Pearl remakes, as, uh, still 2021, I don't think we'd have this massive argument because if you like, again, oh, it's just a remake, it's fine. You can get a remake out just to, to you know, get the nostalgia feel. And, oh, here's the new game actually coming out that's going to look completely different to the remake, the remake obviously was designed to look like the, obviously the DS game, just, you know, on a yeah. console. Whereas, but obviously, that wouldn't be too much of a, a kick in the teeth or kick in the balls. But the fact that it's literally, okay, we've got, uh, we've got a game, year later, here's some DLC, first time ever, oh, sweet. I know it's extra 30 quid, but it's still extra content to give you like some gap between the games. A year later, okay, we're doing the remakes. Oh, that's fine. We've been asking for remakes for fucking years. Get it out. Sweet. A couple of months later. Oh, here's a brand new title. Completely different. Okay, there's a, there's a bit of closeness between it, but it's it's not too bad because it's literally... Those are remakes. This is a brand new game. Oh, ten months later, we're bringing out a new game. Why? See, uh, it's, it's just stupid. As you say, FIFA's, FIFA... Any sports game, really. Any sports mm. game does it. FIFA does it. Uh, WWE does it, but to fair we can let that go slide a bit because I mean there's a massive gap between their games because literally what 2019 was their last one. Wow. Mm. Uh, fucking WWE and fucking Pokemon in sync at the releases at the moment. Then uh, 2019 was their last one. Uh, then they did that really weird battleground, whatever the fuck it was, which I, I think most people skipped. So in 2020, I think it was or 2021, I lost track of it. I didn't even bother with it. And then they got a new one this year. Obviously, this year so is a three-year gap, so you can't slate that too much at the moment. But if they go back to their formula of yearly releases, then you can slate it again. 
and as I say any other one, NBA, uh, NFL, all the all, all the sports games do it. So there's the thing with them. Realistically, what they should really do with them is the fact that they could do two yearly releases and just do like some a big update in uh, the following year. Like as you say, the reason they did it is is in case obviously players move teams or someone signs and whatnot. And obviously, people are like, oh, I want them on this team, blah, blah, blah. Well, first off... Would that be for an update? Exactly, that shouldn't be too much of a big deal, really, should it? I mean, plus you can... I've pretty... Then again, it's been a long time since I played FIFA. I swear you can like, just move players and set in, in like, the squads anyway. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure you could back in the day. I don't know about I don't know, that. I don't know, but back in the day, you could move someone to another team. So, there is that. But I mean, it's the, how hard is it to put an update out? Like a oh here's like a, a forty gig update, update yeah. just to up every ante of it while we're working on the new game for next year. You know what I mean? And obviously with wrestling, the only way they can like do it in terms of new wrestlers coming into the company would be just be DLC, which they do anyway. So they can yeah. always just like throw that in with the season pass, like oh a year a year one pass. So next year uh, or like a two year pass. So. You're gonna get all the DLCs that's gonna come in in the next like six months. Oh, and then next year we're gonna be throwing out some new stuff. So it's not difficult, is it really? I mean, fucking Ubisoft have even learnt from that mistakes of yearly releases. Look at Assassin's Creed and Far Cry, always on a yearly basis for how many years? Then obviously Syndicate uh, came out and they they stopped, didn't they, for like two years? Was it? Because Syndicate uh, was twenty years, two years. Syndicate was twenty fifteen. <laughs> They didn't release one in 2016 because they let the film come out instead. And then 2017 brought out Origins. Yeah, okay, the year after they just fucking milked it and just Odyssey straight away. Uh, but then it was two, two years before they did Valhalla. And heck, they haven't even announced a new game yet. They've literally put so much effort into making Valhalla the best fucking Assassin's Creed game possible. Because the, literally, when this podcast goes out, it's a day after they drop the fucking... DLC, the 30 hour expansion of Ragnarok. Heck, yeah, but that's not really a DLC, is it a separate it's, game? It's, it's near enough a separate game, but you obviously you have to have, well, you have See, to have... my biggest problem with Ubisoft is, is they always, they're like, it's good that took like an extra so many years to make the game, but then as soon as they get a formula, they just stick with it. Like oh. Far Cry is not, Far Cry since Far Cry 3 has not changed. Every Far Cry has been so similar to Far Cry 3, it's like the same thing over and over again. And it's like just, just, yeah, just see, stop. See, and just see, see, I agree with that. Like, the, the, obviously, milking mm. the same formula, but the only the bonus is the fact that there's massive yearly gaps between. It's not as if it's oh, yeah, I, I don't know. Twenty nineteen, I played this. Oh, twenty twenty, the next one's out. Same basic game, just a different setting and everything. That's not too bad. But when you wait, it's like a two year or so gap, and they've just upgraded the graphics and that. You can sort of let it slide a bit because there is a big gap. It's not as if they're going, okay, you're going to be paying like ninety quid this year. They want you to pay ninety quid next year for a different game entirely. So it, it, there's that sort of debate there with, okay, there, there is a big enough gap between games, so you can let that slide a bit. The hack and slash formula, but as I say, with Valhalla. Literally, it was uh, two years after Odyssey, so they put some effort into getting it out. Obviously, COVID happened, so that slowed it down and whatnot eventually. Uh, they did their two DLCs, uh, which is part of their season pass. And then they've literally, a year later, like, okay, season pass is all done. You're going to have to pay like an extra 30 quid now, just for, a, for obviously for a 30-hour expansion. Which I'm okay with, to be fair. It's 30 hours. It's basically like a fucking other game entirely. So I'm okay with that. 
But that's yeah, I just wish that the new Assassin's Creed wasn't called Assassin's Creed. I feel like they're so far apart from what Assassin's Creed was. Because to be fair, you could call the newest one totally different, and probably, people would be like, okay, he's got similarities to Assassin's Creed, but I don't think he's got like much to do with Assassin's Creed like he used to be. I think it's totally it's changed. Mod- it's more in the modern times that it's linked very heavily to it more than anything because it carries on the modern story realistically. That's the only sort of most connection to it. As you said, I do agree with that. So, I mean, it is multiple. I feel like the last two, especially, have been far from Assassin's Creed of what you can get. I mean, up to Syndicate... Sorry, Origins. Yeah, there was a few things where you're like, it's a bit weird Assassin's doing this, like the pirates and uh, during the uh, Civil War and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But it still had the Assassin's Creed vibe to it. It still had a lot of the stealth stuff and whatnot. But whereas, obviously, you look at uh, Odyssey, it's actually before the Creed's even born. So what's the point there? It's nothing to do with it. It's just fucking, obviously, Spartans fighting and whatnot. Which is still cool, but it's just not Assassin's Creed. Obviously, as you say, Valhalla, it's Vikings. They're not really the stealthiest of bunch, are they? I mean, both the last two games have had like massive like battle like situations where you're just raiding and shit. Or that's causing like a massive non-stealthy action, which is yeah, very. See, it's not Assassin's. I, I think. I think the thing for me in the new ones is I've seen your Assassin's Creed. You felt like Assassin used stealth, yeah. and then you got the new one where you kind of you you almost like superhuman. You like kick people yeah. across the fucking map. It's like what well, I don't understand why you've gone from like someone who could like. Well, I mean, play Assassin's Creed 2, for example, like, you go around stealth killing people, and you could have, like, a sword to close combat, but you had to, like, parry and stuff. And obviously, now it's a bit of a gimmick, parrying, because you just came to press this button. But back in the day, it's like, oh, like, if you get caught, you have more of that, like, one-on-one battle. Oh, well, this new one, you just go in, you like, <laughs> axes kicking so people. You can like, throw axes, arrows, fucking like... spear people, call animals to do bidding for, yeah. Like, I just wish it was, like, just a separate little, like, just, to call something different, like they could keep the same formula, same open world, because I think they've got a good formula now. Like with like, it's more of an RPG now than it was with levels and getting gear and yeah. stuff. And just call it something different. I think that's the thing with Ubisoft. Like, I think Ubisoft just keeps the one thing. Once they get it in the head, it's like that's the only thing though is the fact that it's going to sell better as being the title Assassin's Creed. That's what sells it heavily. If you call it anything else, yeah, it might sell. People might be like, oh, that's pretty cool, but it's still not going to sell as much as it's going to sell it if you put the title Assassin's Creed. In a sense. I haven't played Assassin's Creed in ages, but there's only one title of Assassin's Creed that I'd buy if they remade it, and that'd be Black Flag. Because I've sat down and played bits of it, and I've never really got the full like, time to play it. But I know that one game, if I sat down and played it, I'd love it. Like, the amount of times I've watched videos, I'm like, I mean, this game looks amazing. Black Flag's like my... Second favorite game in the series, realistically, because don't get me wrong, I love the XO saga, but Black Flag for me was the one that just really like three and three and four were the ones that drove me into it heavily. That, yeah, that I started the... with two, and two was still my favorite. I, start, I started with one, but I mean, I played up to Revelations. Never really completed that game. I just I just ended up watching like uh, fucking videos on the internet instead. You know the classic. Uh, it's like even Unity, like how much that got slammed. I kind of, I, I still it. kind of enjoyed it really just for enjoyed... the fact that it was. It's like I enjoyed the co-op aspect. The only thing that I fucking hated was the fact it's set in France, where everyone spoke in a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> what was that about? But I mean, I say I, I very much enjoyed Unity. I loved. I like this. I really like the story. 
I like the characters, and I like the fact you could customize the characters outfit more heavily. Because before, uh, it was more just oh, you can you just like select outfits. You just have a, like a certain outfit change and whatnot. Whereas this one, you could actually choose like the actual different parts and like change the color scheme and whatnot. It was I think it was heavily more the color scheme, and then uh, Syndicate took a step back and went back straight to just oh no, you're just using like the. The, what the game's made for you already, mm-hmm. but then, I just uh, Origins onwards has brought back the idea of oh no, you can actually ch- design your character a bit better. But that's what I do like Ubisoft the fact that they've gone away from yearly releases in favour of actually putting effort into like DLC and everything into their games, like putting basically making it worth your money. Because if you think about how expensive games are nowadays, uh, what was the price of a Valhalla. Uh, if you bought the season pass of Valhalla with the game, I think it was like eighty quid. Uh, if you buy the thirty quid DLC, I think it's about twenty eight quid actually. But I was gonna say thirty quid just so down to fucking did the maths. Uh, so like one hundred and ten quid just for one game for everything to be the game. But that is over the course of uh, two years. Hmm. That isn't as bad as it sounds. When you say, oh, it's I paid 110 quid for this game, you'd be like, shit, that's expensive. But when you're like, oh, but it's for all the content over the course of two years, it doesn't sound as bad as saying, oh, I've just spent uh, 100 quid on this game, and they're releasing a brand new game in a couple of months. It's also 100 quid. It's, it's, that sounds bad, because you're saying, oh, within this year, I've spent 200 quid on, a game, on two games. Whereas... I'm saying, oh, I've spent half of that on one game, but I'm getting the exact same amount of content as two games. Mm. So that that's why I'm, I do like Ubisoft a bit more now. It's less yearly in more effort. Because so, I mean, Far Cry, well, I know they did a, the, the, get, t- put a tide over with obviously that New Dawn crap, which is a massive flop. But, I mean, what was the actual like gap between five and six? Because six came out. In 2021. Screens just to get my lighting better. Mm. Um, okay, Far Cry. F- uh, Far Cry came out in 2004, the original one, mm. and it was actually four years before Far Cry 2. They just did a load of like mini shit in between, like Far Cry Instincts, Evolution, Predator. But it was like, four years before the two. Uh, four years before I did three. There was nothing in between two and three. It was four years. Uh, there's only two year gap between three and four, but the in between they did Blood Dragon. Uh, two years later was Primal. Two years later was Far Cry Five. So it was a. T- it seems a bit early on. It was four year gap. Then it kind of got cut to like two years. Uh, then a year later did New Dawn, and two years later they did Far Cry Six. But between the main games, uh, it was f- uh three years, which I'm okay with. I yeah, Far Cry Five and Six basically feel like the exact same game in terms of what's going on in terms of. Uh, the weapon dynamics and whatnot, and the fact, but then again, all the games are the same. Are some evil dictator doing something? But I mean, I feel like the formula since Far Cry Three has been very 
say me. Obviously, yeah, like, in, terms like, of bo- in, terms, in terms of bosses and whatnot, it's, it has been pretty much the exact same situation. So yeah, but, um, like Blood Dragon, obviously, I know it was like a little side DLC, same as like Ragnarok is really, it's like a DLC but a separate game kind of thing. That was all right. And then they released Primal, and he thought, oh, like, it's going to be different, going back to like the roots. And then they just basically made Far Cry 3 Cavemen. Like, it's the same thing. You've got, like, night vision and stuff. It's like, what the fuck? Like, I think my biggest thing of Ubisoft, as of late, is they met these, like, big single-player games. But then you had microtransactions in. I mean, do yeah. you remember, have you seen the meme where it's like, um, I think it might have been Far Cry, not Far Cry, Assassin, one of Assassin's Creed, he had a crossbow, and they removed it because people were like, that's not historically accurate for oh, the time. Oh, the original? The original? The original and, Assassin's Creed? And, and now you can buy a fucking skin where you look like a fucking you got flames from your hands and stuff, and it's like, what's going yeah, the, on? The, here? the original Assassin's Creed, Altair had a crossbow, and then they removed it because people complained that it was historically inaccurate that he'd have a crossbow. And then I think it's so far away from the original vision that, it, like I said, I think it should be called some different. Book. It's not going to sell. But as obviously, good. sales, isn't it? I mean, it'd be like um. God of War, the new one coming out, or even the original, and then you got microtransactions to make Kratos look like you got fucking fire hair and fire beard. It's like, <laughs> why? why? Fire you know hair I mean? is bald. Yes, I mean, but the DLC, you had hair. Oh, DLC no, it looked like fucking um, Hades <laughs> out of uh, fucking Hercules. No one about it with the blue fucking flames on his head. Oh, yeah. It looked like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be funny, that one, though, to be fair. But, uh, yeah, obviously, Ubisoft's big thing. Then again, it's the same with EA, with FIFA and WWE, NBA. These aren't EA properties, but you know what I mean? These sports games as well. They are heavily microtransactions. Oh, they, EA they... are worse than anyone, man. EA, yeah. 2K, and obviously Ubisoft are three of the big ones for doing micro microtransactions. I've never actually brought any uh, thing from them because I don't bother microtransactions. It's like, hey, I'll buy DLC, but I won't fucking pay fucking... Two pounds for a fucking uh, a pack of cards or some shit in terms of FIFA. <laughs> What's the fucking point? Um, but I still don't mind the fact that there is these three, four-year gaps between Ubisoft games as of late in terms of their big intellectual properties. Whereas as we argue in Pokemon, is the fact that they they used to have a big gap. Even a year. That's the biggest issue. What what was the uh, hold on? What was the gap between Pokemon games? What was the gap between some of the old ones? Because then we can sort of just like judge a bit better. I mean, two two issues years maybe. Uh, year okay, so yeah, the original ones in '96. Then it was two years before they did obviously yellow, red, and blue. And it was only a year after they did fucking gold and silver. A year later, they did crystal. So there was literally like. Doing what they're that's doing the now. Same. That's like DLC. That's the same game. Really? That's the problem. The crystal's literally same as um, gold and silver. It's just like add-on. Same as you're not like oh, platinum to diamond and pearl. Oh, was it? So basically, essentially, crystal was platinum to. So the gold and silver basically diamond and pearl, whereas crystal was platinum. Yeah. Oh, but that, that's the thing. It's still. This is kind of how they've gone now with this kind of constant release. Uh, it was two years then before the ruby and sapphire. And then they seem to be going two years up until 2008 when they released Platinum. But even that, if you look at that, as you say, with the Golden Crystal, Golden Crystal, Golden Silver and the Crystal, you look at Diamond and Pearl and Platinum, there's actually a two year gap between uh, the Diamond and Pearl releases and Platinum. So it's not as if they threw it out a following year. They, however, did 
after Platinum Throw Heart Gold and Soul Silver a year later. But that's okay because that was remake. We're we're okay with the remakes coming out and then a main game because the year after uh, Heart Gold and that was black and white, which is fine because that Heart Gold and Soul Silver to tide you over in the middle was a remake. So that's not too bad of a release there. It's not as if it was like a fucking month later. Then you got two years later they released Black and Black Two and White Two, which is basically just black and white again. Yeah, just the extra little stuff like DLC again. Yeah, and then obviously a year later they did X and Y, which okay, it's a bit close that, but as you say, black two and white two is just basically black and white, so it's not too much of a big deal. Then they did the, the remakes for Sapphire and Ruby after straight after, so essentially you got DLC remakes and a main game in the course of obviously three years, which isn't too bad. Uh. Then it's two years before Sun and Moon. A year after they did uh, Ultra Sun and Moon. Again, basically it's none of the same game. It's a few extra shit. Um, then they did the remake a year later. But between Sun and, actual Sun and Moon, cause I say, if, if you don't care Ultra Sun and Moon and that, because they're basically the same as Sun and Moon 6. There's three years before they did Shield, Sword and Shield. Uh, then in 2020, they did DLC. Uh, 2021, Diamond, obviously remakes and in 2022 the new ones Arcus and the two fucking new games so literally in the course of nine like four over the course of four years they put out a game DLCs for that game a remake a brand new entirely game that's not related to anything and then the brand new IP they put out five different things in the course of four years that is just ridiculous quick releases I don't mind. I say I didn't mind them releasing, say, Sword and Shield year after doing DLC, year after that doing the remakes, and the year after that doing Arceus. Yeah, okay, it's one. It's still four, but obviously, it's not as bad as them releasing. Essentially, what? four games. I don't know why I had to think that. I don't know why I had to think that. My, my mind was going, Tommy, are you talking sense in your head here before you say it out loud? No, they're releasing four games since 29, since Sword and Shield, including Sword and Shield. They've released four games. I'm not too fussed with the DLC, that's fine, that's just an expansion. But they've released four games over the course of four years. That's basically one a year, near enough. And it, and it's literally like they've gone, okay, Sword and Shield 2019, uh, obviously, uh, Diamond and Pearl twenty one. Arcus 2022. Shit, uh, we didn't do one in 2020. Fuck it, throw another one out in 2022. Mm. Why? It's literally, you're looking at this, I'm literally looking at this list, the release timetable, and there's so, yeah, some of these ones are in bulk, like the Platinum and Heart Gold and whatnot, that's fine. And, but there's still these massive gaps between them. And heck, like, like say for example, uh, the black and white ones, uh, when you did black two and white two, you could always skip that in favour of like X and Y, and then obviously they've got the remake after, which isn't too bad. But where's this? He's got a brand new game. You've got three games, basically, that you'd be wanting to get, because you've got two main titles, and then you've got a fucking spin-off completely. It's brand new. It's yeah. like, literally, since 2016, they've released them every year. Every fucking year. Whereas before, there's literally like a blank space in between all the early shit and literally since 2016 there's been Sun and Moon, Ultra Sun and Moon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, Sword and Shield 
the DLCs, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, Arcus, and fucking Scarlet and Violet. That's eight things since 2016. That's like literally is the level of like Call of Duty like once a year, which is another fucking one that we can slate for the fact that the once a year thing there is shit for the fact that most of the Call of Duty games nowadays suck. And then they've gone back on it now, and the, the I think the next one comes out. Is it next year? Have they actually delayed it fully? Because I know they said something about one of them the one that was, the, no, I think the one that was meant to be out next year. I think the one that's meant to be out this year is still coming out as far as I know. Yeah, I think, I think it's so. the one next year uh, has been delayed to the following year, so 2024. So I, that makes sense. Because uh, obviously, just take a break and just stop putting out games every fucking year. Like, that's what I mean. COD's probably one of the big, biggest like mainstream games to do it. Because as I say, Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, that, they've gone off doing that. They've actually gone to doing like because like, that's the thing that obviously uh, Ubisoft have got that many different obviously properties that can keep jumping in between shit. Whereas obviously Call of Duty is just slapping Call of Duty on like name on it. Uh, so 2003, 2005, six, seven. Okay, since since 2005, because there's actually a gap between Call of Duty one and two. There's actually a gap in between some of these games here, Connor. Uh, so there's one in five, one in six, one in seven, one in eight, one in nine, one in ten, one in eleven, one in twelve, one in thirteen, one in fourteen, one in fifteen, one in si- sorry, two in sixteen because there was a fucking remake. Yeah. One in seventeen, one in eighteen, one in nineteen. Oh, the only one that didn't release one was twenty twenty. That's because I did the Call of Duty two campaign Warzone. remaster, Modern Warfare two. Didn't Warzone come out though? Which is like obviously free to play, but it's still like. Uh, basically a new title. Oh, what the fuck? It's not. I don't know why it's not. Uh, no, they did. Uh, they did one in twenty twenty. It's fucking Black oh, Cold War. Why is it not on this list? Oh, no. Literally, I'm looking at the aggregate <laughs> review score, like the scoring from obviously what they put in, mm. and for some reason they've skipped out entirely. What did they not? Did, like did, did they not score that game entirely? Let's go. You know, it didn't exist. Yeah, I just scrolled down. I was like, wait, no, I actually, remember one in there because I brought it because I remember me and you playing it on stream multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. See, here's a, here's the thing. Right? Yeah, Warzone did come out in 2020 as well. Do you, do you think that the they're delaying it because of how bad the sales were with Vanguard, or do you think they're delaying it because Microsoft asked them to delay it? It's a question. Because I, I I think even with the sales being shit, I still think they would have just released it. I don't I don't think they would care because the thing is, Call of Duty is just the name. It, how many that... times the game come out and it's been the same fucking shit? Exactly, and it's, it's just it's... the name. It's, like, it's still sold either way. Even if it like sells a bit better than the last game, it's still sold. Like how many? How much did Vanguard sell? You click this. I mean, you got your I mean, Vanguard for free. I'd say. I mean, I'd say. I'd say. I'd say. Fucking free. crap! The fucking the sales are probably compared to other games because of the fact that this you got gave me an game. Game. <laughs> They were like, "Hey, <laughs> want it free? Here you go." Um, Here's a free coffee. Enjoy. No, thank you. Where's the sales? Sales. 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 Trying to find the sales. Uh no. I'm trying to see if I fucking can find a way to tell how much it's sold. I don't think it's gonna tell me. Are we even gonna release it? Uh I swear I read it somewhere. Call of Duty not Vanguard Review sales. Uh it was lower than Black Ops apparently. And that's gotta be lower than Black Ops. Cold War I mean. Uh, Wait, it's Black Ops the Cold War, isn't it? 
technically. Yeah, it didn't say. But it just says apparently it sold less than that. Uh, but yeah, that's the th- again, it's the thing, it's like Assassin's Creed, you slap Call of Duty, like, people are still going to buy it. Even if the sales are a bit wank compared to a previous game, it's still going to sell more copies than you'd think. Even if the last game was shit. So, I mean... Uh, uh, hmm. I've lost my train of thought there, to be fair, what I was going to actually say, so I gave up on that uh, statement there. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> I mean... I mean uh, you don't need a yearly release on card. Two yearly release, maybe. See, I understand... The thing is, we called it, I understand why they did it yearly, because they had, like, was it two studios? So, they basically had two years each studio. Uh, three, but even if it took three an, studios. Yeah. You had uh, Treyarch, Infinity one. Ward, and Sledgehammer. I thought Sledgehammer worked in tandem with them, or they actually got their own releases. Uh, on here, you got... Call of Duty 1 and 2 were done by Infinity Ward. 3 was then Treyarch. 4 was uh, Infinite Wars. Infinity Ward again. Uh, World at War was Treyarch. Obviously, uh, Warfare 2 was again Infinity Ward. Then Treyarch again. Infinity Ward then worked with Sledgehammer on Modern Warfare 3. Treyarch yeah. then did Black Ops 2. Treyarch... Infinity War then did Ghost, Sledgehammer then did Advanced Warfare, Treyarch did Black Ops. It's basically uh, the, the ones that had Warfare in are basically uh, this the Modern yeah. Warfare, Infinite Warfare, that was all Infinity Ward. Treyarch mainly covered like the Black Ops, and then Sledgehammer seems to do the ones it's that good. weren't like like heavily related to the other ones, like Advanced Warfare, World War Two, Vanguard. They were basically doing they were kind of they were kind of doing the ones that were like. Really far in the past, and then really, st- really far like in the future at the yeah. same time. But obviously, Infinity Ward stuck with the like, Modern Warfare type titles, whereas as I said Treyarch stuck with the Call of Duty Black Ops titles, and they did they obviously in between. Obviously, fucking Sledgehammer just did all the the World War t- ones and that. So there's three studios working on it. The next one that's this year's Panny Infinity Ward. Yeah, I, I hope that that's sticking to what I said because obviously. With taking like the break, it's going to be helpful. But then you also came out and admitted to like in Warzone that the it's meant to be like a little side game, otherwise wasn't affecting it to be as big as it was. And now you basically admitted that they fucked up with the coding, that it's hard to fix and everything. That's why they're making apparently they're making Warzone two basically. And they said, well, that's going to be like separate from all all the other games, not like how Warzone was basically built off the latest Modern Warfare engine. Like he basically built straight off the game, yeah. so. I hope they just go in the right direction because I've always been a Call of Duty fan. I mean, since fucking Call of Duty Modern Warfare the first one, I played it, so it's just, I just want that thing. I mean, I didn't buy Vanguard you got for free. reasons. <laughs> I got it free, yeah. I wasn't going to fucking buy it. It's, it's, it's just, I mean, even playing it now, it's all right to fuck about him, but if I, if I paid 60 quid for that game, I'd be so disappointed. Like, But even Cold War, obviously, I wasn't going to buy it until I saw the zombies. And I was like, okay, that's the only reason I want it. Zombies, like, does it? They have such a big thing with zombies. Like, if they release just a single-player fucking zombie experience, like, just a game, because zombies might be actually good. Oh, yeah. Um, I only brought that one because you were like, hey, we should play it, and I brought it. <laughs> it's, I think the more players... I'd say the more players, all right? Um, I mean, when I wasn't in games with you, when I was by myself, and you put me in actual lobbies of uh, idiots of my calibre, uh, <laughs> I was really good. I mean, I fucking envy... I got fucking on the, the best kill streak <laughs> pop up on the screen during the halftime and that. That, that I like, I was really happy with that. And to, the, the campaign was iffy. It was a bit different how they layered it. 
in terms of how you actually approach like the missions like it was on mission well, boards and, choice, it was like mission boards and whatnot which is weird which is a bit different uh to how it normally is i heard the story meant to be quite good in cold war i thought i just never finished it i got to the last mission and never finished it I know Vanguard story is meant to be absolutely dreadful. Then again, the zombies is dreadful. They've totally gone away from what zombies was. It's not even round based. It's like missions and zombie stuff. Right. The, the, the it, is sl- it is Sledgehammer. I mean, Sledgehammer's the one who did that weird advanced warfare exosuit. Yeah, from, from what I was uh, reading, was the Treyarch did the zombies for this, for Vanguard. It was uh, they uh, Sledgehammer, whatever it was, did all the multiplayer. And then they did the zombies in tandem with them. So I don't know what to see, do. I don't see, know what see what 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 for me would work better realistically. Let's say the two year gap or even a three year gap between the games, so they can get like uh, the content, like put content to the multiplayer aspects. Uh, so realistically, think about it. Say say release one this year. I feel like they could then wait till obviously they are going to because they're not releasing one next year, but uh, they could wait till twenty twenty four, maybe in twenty twenty five, and put so much more stuff into the multiplayer. To keep people st- sticking around in between to play that aspect of it. Uh, maybe even for like a DLC to expand the story a bit. So, I mean, if you think about it, like something like Ghost, uh, that 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 ended on a cliffhanger ready for a sequel that's never getting a sequel. Yeah, they're going to throw a DLC out just to finish the fucking story. Because it's always the point of now, it's like, I really want to know what's going to happen after this and it's not going to have it happen. Because I'm someone who actually supported Ghost, I really like that game. And I'm never going to find out what actually happened to the main character in the end because he got kidnapped and that's it, game over. No sequel. Like, they could put a little expansion out. Like we're doing Valhalla. Put a little expansion out. They don't have to do another fucking game. They just need to expand the story a little bit. Done. A couple extra missions. There you go. Fucking 20 quid. It's uh, about fucking uh, I don't know, five hours worth. Plus there's some extra shit for the multiplayer in there. There you go. That's, that, that, that's what they could do. They could always literally Because as I say, looking at it here, uh, Modern Warfare 3, Infinity War and Sledgehammer did that together. Why can't two of the studios work together and then one I don't understand why, So I don't understand why they can't release this new one that's coming out. Because obviously they, they've already said it has to come out. They've already planned it all to come out at the end of this year or whatever. Yeah, Infinity War. Release it. And then just get all three studios on mm-hmm. one game. Yeah. So you've got the Zombies team. They work on the Zombies. You've got a multiplayer team that work on multiplayer. And then you've got... Uh, Fucking Sledgehammer, or whatever, just because Sledgehammer normally like the uh, IT S kind of goes like fixing all the problems. So why can't they just go into all that? It just seems stupid. See, you can literally, you can literally have a studio per part of it. Like you can have one working on the story, one working on the multiplayer, one working on the fucking zombies. They all work on the same engine, but they all just build it up differently, and they can all come together and working on like the aspects of stuff like, uh, oh, what story, what story do we want to follow in the main like single player aspect? Oh, or find these ideas. Oh, what sort of ideas we're going for with the zombies? All come together. Oh, let's do this, and they could do it like that. Or even just like two of them work. Together. Just push two together into working on one. Like as I said, they're done with, um, obviously, uh, Modern Warfare Three, which as I say, Infinity, Infinity Ward and Sledgehammer, and then, uh, Black Ops Cold War and Warzone was done by, uh, Warzone was done by Infinity Ward and Raven Software, and Raven Software and Treyarch did Cold War. Like, put two of them together. Like, put Sledgehammer and fucking Treyarch together. Because, I mean, mm. uh, the Modern Warfare games are way bigger than the Black Ops games. So, let Infinity Ward just do their own thing and let fucking, obviously, the other two studios just work on anything else. 
Yeah. I always thought Black Ops and Modern Warfare were very close. I always thought it was like Infinite Warfare and stuff like this, the side S new titles that were really bad. See, I, th- I think it was. See, I think the Modern Warfare trilogy, the original trilogy, obviously, was is probably higher regarded than Black oh, Ops. Yeah. I mean, I, the, in terms of Black Ops, yeah. only the first two, realistic for me, were any fucking good. One and two were the best. Three was three had, uh, uh, three had an interesting idea uh, in terms of the fact that you could create your own custom character and whatnot. But it was just just compared to the other two, it was like, what the fuck's this game? Then four just got rid of single player. It was just all multiplayer, so that was a big cock up there, especially with the the fan base that had this full single player. And they're like, whoa, whoa, where's my single player? You've lost the, you lost the fucking bunch of sales here. Uh, and obviously then, uh, Cold War was the brand new one. After that, so I've, I do feel like in, te- in my own personal opinion, Modern Warfare is a bigger thing. There's even even the fucking when they did the the 2019 remake one, the one that was mm. uh, com- the the new one. Even yeah. that is for me is obviously better than most of the fucking later Black Ops games. So there is. I feel like personally, the modern, Infinity Ward's Modern Warfare saga, apart from obviously their fucking Infinity, say the fucking Infinity Warfare, which is dog shit. John Snow trying to kill me. Uh, it was like obviously when that came out, and you got the the remake with it because you had to buy the yeah the deluxe edition. You got it with it. I played the remake more than I did that. I, bought, I must have put about ten hours into Advanced Warfare, wherever it was. Yeah, I was bought, it Warfare? Yeah, Infinite no, Infinity Warfare. Warfare. Advanced Warfare was the one with the exosuits. And then I put, and then I put like sixty to hundred hours in the remake compared to that. It's like I while I'm playing the game, that's just a remake of an older game online, and enjoying it more than the new title. You think the new title should be like the one that you're like, oh, this is really fun. I want to get to. It's not the old one. See, that's the thing. I I didn't buy the deluxe one, so I just put. I, I didn't even buy the game. I go for. I go for Christmas, so I bought the basic bitch version, just the normal game, and I finished the story and everything. I just thought it was a bit pants, and. That was see that was their big that was Infinity Ward's big fuck up in my opinion because I, I I can't really fault the original Modern Warfare trilogy that it's a really good trilogy personally I really like Ghosts I know a lot of people hated it but I like Ghosts uh, obviously then they, they did the twenty nineteen everyone hated that so obviously then they did obviously Modern Warfare in twenty nineteen uh, and then obviously they got a new one coming out this year so I can't really five out of six games. I like so that that's 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 a good bit there for that studio. Whereas if you look at it, uh, Treyarch, obviously they said they did Black Ops. I like the first two, and I liked uh, Cold War to an extent. So that's what three out, uh, three out of fucking five games is that there they've done. Uh, yeah, three out of five games I've done that I like. So it's not even like, but I, both studios. There's literally one less game I like there. Cold War again, as as I said, to an extent I liked, but I didn't like it as much as the first two Black Ops games. So two and a half, basically, say out of five. That's that's not the greatest there. And obviously, Sledgehammer, Vanguard, World War Two, Vance Warfare. I'm not really going to count Modern Warfare three because they did work on it with them, but I'm not going to count it. They've done three games. Uh, I liked Vance Warfare. I really like that, especially the story. Uh, World War Two, I thought was all right. It was it was obviously a much better game than Infinity Warfare uh, was, but it was all right. And obviously, I've skipped uh, Vanguard, but as you say, as you've heard from you and what, obviously your reviews, it's not the greatest game. So, Sledgehammer. It's just, is, 
Sledgehammer seems to be the weakest of the studios, realistically. So realistically, why don't you just combine them with one of the ones that are doing good, like Treyarch, mm. and have them work together? Or even put them with Infinity, yeah, even put them with Infinity Ward, since obviously they've worked with them before. The only good thing about Sledgehammer is it seems to make changes, like life balance changes, or like the actually go into the game, but like, okay, we found this, we'll change this. Whereas, like, obviously, like, if you go to like, older Call of Duties, like, how many bugs and actually got fixed? Probably not, because they're just focusing on a new game. It's like, oh, you can get inside a wall and just stay there. Yeah, fuck it, leave it in there. Like, so. There's just so much they could do with that franchise if they fucking had gaps in between releases of not a year basis. And kind of didn't have three studios working on fucking different IP. See, I, I don't mind that idea. Because it, it is the idea of, oh, why one's working on this one, the other one could get going on the next one. But if that's the case, why is that not one not better than the last one? Because surely they've had more time to work on this one. So, for example, um, let's look at... Uh, okay, so Infinite, Infinity War did Ghosts. So then the next one after that was Infinite Warfare. There was two games in between that. So if they released Ghosts in 2013, had someone working on the DLC, the patches and whatnot. Uh, realistically, they could have probably gone into development late 2014 for that, maybe even before that. But they could have had all this in mind. Most companies, even if you look at movies, they have ideas for the next one while they're fucking working on this mm-hmm. one. Like even when they're fucking like just writing out the story for a film, they usually got the sequel already writing at the same time, so they've got it ready to go. So they've already got these mental aspects ready before they've even fucking finished doing this. So surely they would have had all this stuff in mind before. So, I mean, why was Infinity Warfare worse than Ghosts, whereas Ghosts was pretty much panned anyway? So how is that worse than that? You know what I mean? Like I said, I think it's just with any game that comes out on this yearly basis, it's like they have to make a rush to, to try and get it out and it's it's fine. You see it when it's rushed, like Call of Duty, for example, we've been talking about it, you see it when it's rushed. Assassin's Creed, it was fine at first. It's like you had the, the one, two, three, and then, then it started to fall off and it's getting progressively worse because it's like big cycle. See, I don't think with Assassin's Creed it fucked it heavily. Yeah, the basically a lot of the graphics were the exact same going to the next year and whatnot. But I I don't have an Assassin's Creed game that I 100% hate. No, I don't. I don't think it's done anything bad. I just don't think it. But did it's Call of Duty. There's a lot of installments that I hate. So, yeah. For example, FIFA like it does nothing wrong. It just doesn't change anything. Yeah, I, I agree like, with that aspect. But I mean, into with something, with something like uh, Assassin's Creed, I didn't mind the yearly release, but. I do think it's better the the bigger gaps in between it because you're getting more content for a game. That's why that's how I see it heavily. Is the yearly basis cuts off the fact that you can't get as much content. You only get basically minimum content into said game. Whereas if you've got a bigger gap, you're getting more content into that game or more play out of it before you have to get the next one. Whereas you say Call of Duty, it's just, just oh you've done this game. Oh wait, here's the next one. Here's the next one. Here's the next one. Like, FIFA uh, the same. Here's the next one. Here's the next one. Here's yeah. the next one. And any, I say any sports game, they're the biggest like corporates of this. Uh, oh, you've just you you barely you, you, yeah you've been playing this game for a year. Here's the next one you want. It's the same game, but you're gonna pay another seventy quid, eighty quid here for this one. Here's the next one. 
same year after year after year after. Whereas Dude, it's just the games well, back in the like... days, it, it wasn't a problem because it, the prices and games weren't that bad back in the in the day. You can get a game for like forty quid, less than that even. But now you're paying like ridiculous fucking seventy quid plus. It's it's one of the things where it's like it's alright of saying like oh they should release it even the two year gap or whatever. But then you've got games like Cyberpunk when it released to ship because even though they've worked on it for so many years, the fucking management team made them push it out really fast. It's like if you've got a game or you've even a movie, any any form of media, why put something out that's half arsed rather than taking your time to perfect it before it releases? Like fair enough, you can have a game comes out. And it's got a few bugs, but not to the extent where it comes out and it's it's just dog shit. Yeah, I was going to say, I think, uh, Horizon yeah. come out and had a few yeah. bugs, and I've seen, I've seen a few bugs. That I've been like, a bit dicey that bug is, but it's nothing game breaking. It's nothing that's make me go, oh, this game's fucking awful. Why why am I even bothering to play this game? Whereas you looked at Cyberpunk, yeah, I didn't have any glitches when I played it because I only played like an hour of it. So I, you know, <laughs> there was that aspect for it to me. But I mean, <coughs> it come out and it was a big flop. Give that another a couple of months, and it might you'll probably fix most of the things to make it run enough to come out. Because that's the thing you do, you need it to at least run and not game break. Like yeah, you can have a couple of glitches here and there, but that's fine. That's something you can fix in patches. That's the thing. That's what with Cyberpunk it was. I think what I fucked with that heavily was the fact there were so many delays. Like it was delayed it was multiple times before up to that December release date anyway. So it's the case of why the fuck wasn't it? near enough close to perfection when it came out. Or even if they just said, look, we, we, we're going to delay it, we're not going to give a date, we're just going to do it until it's, it's done. Same as, um, going back to EA, the new Battlefield, how many years has that had? From the last one? Uh, and it released, and it is fucking, it was Battle atrocious. Like, I couldn't even run it on my computer. Like, what, I don't know how it could run so bad. I had it in the lowest settings, and it, it was choppy as fuck. Like, uh... If it fucking loads. Uh, the last Battlefield game for the new one uh, was... It was Battlefield 5, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Uh, uh, three years. But even that, even Battlefield 5 did bad, and that still has more players on it now than the new Battlefield. That's how bad the new one is. And it's just like, they're trying to like push it under the carpet, like, oh, uh, like, for example, when they said about, oh, Halo, that surprise release. Oh, yeah, when, and I, when I told you that, when I said that to you, that they're blaming Halo. It was like, oh, we never said that. And there's like, people literally have an interview, like, we have like, things of you saying this, like, how can you not say it's true? It's like, that's it's a, stupid. That's, that's it's like, okay. Yearly base is heavily on the studio. They want this out next year. They want it straight away. Uh, so, Obviously, the studios are heavily at fault for a lot of the things because they push heavily to get something done. But it's still the case of what's the point in really releases? There's no point in it at all. There's just no point. See, from, I think from our point as a consumer, it's it's bad practice because like we're getting a shit game. But let's say, for example, you own the Call of Duty franchise and you released a Call of Duty game and that got you... 1.5 million in sales. Obviously, I know they get way more. Yeah. And then you could release the next one two years later and get 1.5 million again. Or you could release two within that time and get 750,000 sales on each game. So you'd, you'd earn more. Like you still earn more. That's the problem. It's like, I think they see it from that point of view. And I think until I, the game the, industry changes... That's literally the issue. Is that's all they look at is the money aspect of... They don't look at the player's... 
one in an actual game that runs perfectly, works great, is such an entertaining blast. They just look at it for the fact that, yeah, we can get we can get money off two games here, rather than just waiting and getting off this. But I still think you get still money off it, even if you fucking just put loads of DLC out instead. Literally, I I think the two year gap's the best. Release the game, following year put loads of DLC, put a lot of effort into getting it out, and then having the game the year after because that that's how, where, like, you they could have two studios or three studios heavily involved. They could literally have one studio heavily working on the game, one studio heavily working on DLC, while the other one's working on the next game after. And then once obviously they finish with the game, they're working DLC. They that game when you start working the game there can then move on to uh say for example the DLC for the next game while the ones who did the DLC could then work on the next game after that and keep rotating that for me makes a bit more sense than how most games are released nowadays, specifically Call of Duty in the sports-based games. You know what? I think all in all, we should just start buying more indie games from developers that actually care about the title. <laughs> because I feel like indie games lately have been just excelling. I mean, look at stuff like Hades and, and like Gina. Encryption. And anything... Indie games have that little studio. They aren't, they're not pressured by big corporations telling them to release it. And they're just a little constant updates just to keep it fresh. Like... I I think indie games are just going the right way. I mean, you've seen like uh, Valheim, how well that sold for an indie game because it's actually good. It's, it's people sitting down and putting care into a game. So, so basically, indie games, what, what we're saying games. is fuck studios for yearly releases. Yeah. Because it's just... But it's like uh, God of War, how, how well God of War did. They could have put a DLC, but they didn't write their way a new title. And it's what? They could have fucking Four years between the game games. In a year. They could have rushed a game out in a year and it would have sold well just because the new God so of War sold so well. They could literally just rush out the play. same end, everything aspect of it. Like, as you said, it's Assassin's Creed used to. Just rush out the exact same so it looks the exact same, but it's with a new story. They could have done that in a year or a year and a half, but they didn't. They're like, okay, no. We want to get people's attention. We want them to be like hyped for this. Which is why I think people were hyped for Arceus, which is for the fact that yeah, you just have the remakes, but that doesn't count. It's something different. And it's been a couple of years since the last game. You draw hype in that way, rather than just churning it out. Whereas it's, it works the same with the movie industry. When you churn out the same like, named film like very quickly, within two or so years, it's not going to get as much hype. Whereas you look at, Star, uh, for example, with Star Wars, uh, how many years was it between fucking Revenge of the Sith and Force Awakens? And look how well Force Awakens did. I think Revenge of the Sith was what? 2000 and oh, I want to say was it five, six, something like that. It was like mid, uh, mid, mid like 2010, uh, 2000s, wasn't it? Sorry, and then uh, Force Awakens was what 2016, was it? So like a good ten years later, and it's it made like over a billion dollars, and then the 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 the, this trilogy in general have made like a billion dollars each. Yeah, the trilogy sucked. But it's made a billion dollars. And they've still catered to everyone's needs. I mean, they catered to the critics' needs of uh, Last Jedi. But they catered to a lot more of the fan base needs for Rise of Skywalker. So they catered to everyone's aspect. But it just was a mess of a trilogy. But it, it, it's just... It's like, if you look at Marvel. Uh, yeah, they're turning out the same sort of types of films each time. But... 
it still feels different each time and it's the, the films aren't terrible they still are really good films to watch yeah you might have like a a spider-man film in when was the homecoming homecoming was 20 uh 17 16 17 i think it was then it was two years later when we had uh no uh far from home then it was uh two years later we had no way home there's this two-year gap between them and after each one the last property is drawn hype to the next one because like with uh, Nowhere Home, that's now drawing hope, uh, hype to Doctor Strange. So that it's all intertwined enough for it to draw hope to the next one. Whereas you look at some of like the Call of Duty games, they're not heavily linked, so it's not going to draw hype onwards. Where, oh, the only ones that were like the hype wise would be like the Modern Warfare trilogy. If they said if they did Modern Warfare two, and then they're like, okay, Modern Warfare three is going to be in the, like about the three four years, and you've seen the ending of two, and you're like, okay, where are we going to go from here? Mm. How's your story going to continue? That draws the hype in. Same goes to Black Ops. Black Ops one ends. Oh, we're doing Black Ops two in a couple of years. Okay, how's this going to happen? But the, the, how they're doing it now with like the the not interconnected ones, they're not like hyping you in as more. Whereas Assassin's Creed, even on the yearly, when I was obviously they're doing the yearly basis, there was still the intertwining of the outer world story, which made people go, okay, how's this going to work to connect to the next one and stuff like that. But obviously now there's a bit more hype uh, with this more gap, especially between Odyssey and Valhalla. Yeah, it looks pretty much the same type of game, but it's an entirely new setting. There's new everything aspects to it, and there's new story in general. So how is this connected to the last game? So there is that hype there with the connections, whereas Call of Duty and that doesn't have a connection. Like even Pokemon, there's not really a connection between games, is there? It's what? just like, oh, this, this region exists. We, you're never going to see it in this game. But that, that's, that's the thing where <laughs> the, the hype with that comes from, is that their couple of year gap between is the fact that, oh, we haven't had a one for a couple of years. Oh, we'll get the next one. But for me, I've lost the hype with the fact that how close proximity these games are at the moment. It's just ridiculously too close for me. Looks like it's going to be built on the same engine. You can see from the trailer, it's so similar to Arceus, like, playstyle. So it's not like people can say you, for example, in Pokemon Ranger, we mentioned it earlier, that was a totally different game. That made its own little franchise kind of thing. Like, it was totally different. Obviously, it's a bit of a gimmicky game with a fucking spinning, but it was good, it was fun. Whereas the new one, which apparently is like mainline game, which is why everyone's defending it, they're, they're like, oh yeah, it's the mainline game, but it's got the same aspects of Arceus. So they've just took Arceus and been like, let's just make it into a new main title. Like, just. You can't do that. I, I just think it's a bit dodgy. Like I said, this, the title of fucking podcast should be we rant about Nintendo, <laughs> Ubisoft, <laughs> EA. No, it's a screw you, literally. See, that's what it's called. Yeah. Screw the studios. Um, <clears throat> studios are the problem. Hashtag support indie developers. That's, 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 <laughs> that's why I got rid of my studio name. I realised it was consuming me too much. <laughs> Releasing a video every goddamn day. But I'm still doing that. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I feel like I've my, my, I've run out of steam now. In my terms, my ranting. We've gone back to Pokemon. Oh, yeah. I feel like I've run my course of like this. refuel after my rant. Oh. Uh. Yeah. So we're gonna move on to news. Oh, let me get my notes up because I did write a couple of notes down. Um. <laughs> Oh, I did have some news. 
uh, obviously my news is probably going to be about Elden Ring as usual. Um, someone beat the game in two and a half hours without dying, like main story. Fucking and hell. then apparently someone beat it in under an hour. Uh, totally, like, I don't know how they've done Amazon City yet, but I think they're totally just like glitched it somehow and just fucking <laughs> managed to get away to the end like really early. So fucking hell. But fucking insane. Uh, I got I got a few news things actually I want to go through. Uh, so obviously Batman came at the fourth. Actually, I think it might change now because its money's gone up. Last time I saw it, it was the fourth highest grossing movie of this year. I think mm. it actually might have gone up there because its money has gone up to like two sixty nine million dollars, which is like the second biggest R rated movie I think, or second biggest opening in terms of. Hold on, give me a sec. I'll, I'll look at the actual stat, um, rather than just coming up with bollocks at my ass. Um. Okay. Uh, no, it's still it's still currently is it's a couple of million dollars off Uncharted. It's the fourth highest grossing uh, movie of the year. Well, I swear it's like another thing where it's like the so much of it's our rating like in terms of uh, release. Um, let's have a look at reception box office. Where are you? No, I can't find it. I swear, I'd like another stat where it's like a... Also, like, massively, like, a big, big deal somewhere. I can't find it. It's gone. It's gone. But, yeah, it's like, it's like the fourth highest, like, grossing movie of the year so far. The only, as I said, the only ones above it is Uncharted by a couple of million, but it's going to beat that in the next fucking so long. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, like, two Chinese films, I think. Uh, sticking with the Batman, uh, according to the, the director, obviously, I think he was on, like, some podcast or something recently. Uh, obviously, they're doing spin-offs, aren't they? they were, yeah. Like, TV series spin-offs. Apparently, they're, the Gotham PD spin-offs kind of been benched uh, by the studio. Again, coming back to the studio here, they were like, yeah, we're going to do a show based on like, the uh, heavily, like, the main character being, like, corrupt and whatnot. And apparently they had a really good idea and they they just benched it. So instead they're now working on like a morphed into like an Arkham Asylum uh series. Like there's so much to do with Arkham. Oh yeah. That should be interesting. Um obviously apparently Amazon are eyeing a God of War TV series. Trying to get the rights to to make God of War into a TV show. Which ho- to be fair, Amazon usually have a good budget behind their fucking stuff, so I mean, it, it, I feel like if Lord of the Rings comes out and he's like a really big fucking massive success, I'd be happy enough to see Amazon have a crack at God of War. I feel like they'd do yeah. a good job if that comes out to a good extent. Um, Sticking with gaming uh, TV series. Apparently, obviously, no Halo comes out this month. In, uh, in America, at least. I don't know when it's fucking even yeah. over here. Um, Obviously, Spielberg, obviously, was an executive producer on it. But apparently, he had like a lot of influence in it. Like, he wasn't just someone who sat back and let stuff go on. He actually had a lot more say in how the show was working. So, yeah, it was not as if he's just, like, the producer's like, he's just got his name stapled on it. Just to set up. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Let's have a look at this. He's actually, like, just like he did with uh, Jurassic uh, World, he was there actually saying more to get stuff done right, which is pretty cool, I thought. Um, also a TV series, but movie news. Um... Apparently, Blade might make his uh, MCU debut in a uh, Way Off by Night, the new Disney Plus Halloween special that's going to come out this year. I think it is. Oh, yeah. 
because he's, he's already debuted in spoiler alert uh, Eternals his voice during an end credit scene he uh, appeared behind Black Knight and uh, everyone was like oh there's Blade but apparently he might make his uh, in person debut before the Blade movie within this Halloween special which makes sense because it's a Halloween special yeah so it'd, be, it'd be quite cool if you're, like, if you're there sitting watching Disney Plus and he pops up and you're like oh shit um, it's not on my notes, but obviously Obi Wan, we watched it. Yeah, they dropped the fucking the teaser trailer for the new series, which looks fucking really cool. Like you got the Grand, uh, I did fucking uh, Grand Inquisitor, I think his name is the bald guy, played by Rupert, uh, friend or fiend, whatever his fucking last name is. <laughs> he was quite funny in that uh, Death of Stalin film. He was also the guy who played Hitman eighteen forty seven, which brings me back to gaming news there, because he played Hitman in the the movie. Um, but obviously, uh, that was really cool. And they even had the fucking uh, Jaw Fate song, which was fucking sick. Um, oh, the other day, AMC announced they're doing like another Walking Dead spin off show after the main series ends. Like, it's been off with another, the, another two, like the, their popular characters. But it's going to be set in New York called Isle of the Dead. And it's coming out next year, actually. So the like, even though the main series ending, they've already got two fucking spin-offs based on the characters within the shows going ahead, and all, all the other stuff that's already still happening in the movies and whatnot. So it's the case of now, like where's this actually been set in the timeline? Because the timeline just jumps so much over the past few years, it's like ridiculous. Like but from the the death of Rick to like where the new series at, it's like fucking years. It's, it's such a big like time jump. Jump. Sure. So it's like this idea of where these shows actually be set. Are they going to be set mm. somewhere within like these time frames or what? So it's going to be interesting to see how they handle it. Uh, and lastly, which is my gaming news, obviously, uh, WWE 2K22 comes out this week, and it's actually the early reviews are actually really good. I just want to see MGK get smashed in the face. So. <laughs> you just you just so don't want me to make ever. your character and just have him smash him around, don't you? So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, apparently the the. It's the early reviews are saying it's actually such a good. Obviously, it's going to be such a good improvement over the last one. They've had so much time to actually work on this game. Uh, it's been fucking years. But I mean, apparently, it's actually meant to be pretty decent. Uh, the mixed feelings I have, though, um, apparently, 2K might not be doing it anymore. EA might be doing the next ones. Apparently, WWE have been talks with EA, maybe about uh, them taking over. So that, I've got mixed feelings there because how FIFA's been fucked. But then again, 2K aren't that like innocent either because of obviously all their sports games that they melt the fuck out of. It's it's a weird feeling, but um, yeah, apparently I'm assuming like this split has got to be just too very bad. Uh, 2K20 did. It's got to be like, linked to that. They've got to let them. I'm assuming the. I'm. It's fair. I reckon I might see how the sales do on this one. How the response is heavily before they decide after that. But I feel like it's got to be just how bad that one did. They're like, okay, fix this mess. And then you're done. That's it. Game over. But yeah. So hopefully as well. Then stick to them because EA is fucking yeah. killing games. Right, I mean, so. EA and 2K are two of the worst ones for microtransactions, just like Ubisoft. So either way, I feel like they're fucked both ways. So that's, a, that's the issue there. Uh, yeah, that's all my news. That's all my, my I've written down. I've run out. Okay, but what news? We can not, I haven't got a lot of news. Uh, the only news I've got is that. The original don't like got apparently like a free upgrade to next gen, so that's alright. So anything other than that, fuck knows. <laughs> <laughs> okay then. Uh, 
I think you've heard us ranting enough uh, for today. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. we, 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 this is probably our biggest rant we've ever done in terms of like slap sla- <laughs> or something. I mean, we usually have discussions, but I feel like it's this is like the first time we've like fully just like got a baseball bat and just caved in someone's skull. Uh, so yeah, uh, any questions or anything? Comment put them in the comments below. Obviously, your thoughts on the yearly releasing of gaming content in terms of obviously games is coming out on a yearly basis your thoughts and if that's a good if you like that idea or if you like the idea of them actually giving us a couple of year gaps to put effort into games and give us extra content like dlc so just put all that your thoughts in the comments we'll read them uh people type it pokemon arceus was a spin-off game the new one is the new <laughs> game it didn't have anything to do with arceus right alex calm down you could have waited a year it'd be fine Calm down there, Alex. <laughs> but yeah, put them in the comments and we'll have a, we'll have a gander. Uh, but yeah, that's just everything. So uh, Connor, you got we got you got one more next week, and then you get a, you get a week off. Yeah, it's like work. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, follow. I'm, like. literally, I'm literally that light breath, but just because of this, not showing up this rant that I just can't think of words just to say anymore. <laughs> you feel like a little like EA in the corner. <laughs> you, you just <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> MGK. <laughs> <laughs> I've been uh, drinking Thomas Shoes. He's been Mr. Zenith uh, Conor O'Shea. Yeah. And this has been uh, the Chatterkate podcast. So, uh, peace yeah. out. Check us out. On Spotify and that as well. It's also these podcasts are on there, yeah, and iTunes. You know the usual shit. On it's on, it's on everything. Check, check it out wherever. It's a uh, very um, much appreciated. It's very much appreciated wherever you check this out. So uh, we'll see you next time. All right, peace out, man. Bye.